Welcome to another edition of the Roach Clip Podcast. A beautiful Sunday to be alive, a beautiful day to be alive. Man, if you woke up, you're breathing right now, you got nothing to complain about, especially when we're sitting with the cast, a crew of members like I got today. I got Franco in the building. What up, Franco? How you doing? What up? What's good? What's good, man? Happy Sunday to everybody. Got a special edition. Beautiful you Sunday. Know, yep, yep. Brody in the house, the blunt master general himself. What up, Brody? What's in that blunt? Uh, we got, um, I don't know, what was it in there, Mr. Uh, Dirty Phil? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Huh? Wedding cake. Wedding cake. Some wedding cake. Hell yeah, we got a special guest. We've been knowing this this young feller for a, for quite a minute. We got we talked about him on the podcast here and there. Always good, never bad. They call me Dirt. We got Dirt. We got Dirty in the house, not old Dirty Bastard. Pleasure meeting you. Pleasure meeting you, Dirt. Thank you, sir. Good pleasure to meet you all. Mr. Franco right Pleasure there. meeting you, sir. Officially. Officially, yeah, Franco. Zuckerfish. Zuckerfish. Yeah, it was like the, the legend of Dirty. Heard a lot of those stories. Oh, yeah, dude. A lot of good stories from Dirt. You know? Straight OG. I make them up as I go. That's what we do it, though. Somebody's got to. What's up, man? How do you uh, how do you get here? You ride your bike? Uh, no. Um, get a little bit closer know. to your mic. Yeah, I just... I was looking at graffiti, and there I am. Oh, yeah? Oh, man. What's that dude standing there with that stick? Oh! Damn, dude. Hey, careful. Back up, bro. All right. He careful, got it. dude. <laughs> careful with that guy right there, bro. You might poke your eye. That's going to leave a mark for sure. So how many miles are you riding right now? A uh, month. I'll tell you. I was at 103 as of yesterday morning, and I went 20-something last night. So I'm not exactly sure, but I would give myself 25. Uh, and then 150, my, right, 150 for the week. And I can still go tonight. Provided the weather holds up. Yeah, you can't be riding in the rain. I could, but I... Uh, take some... No <laughs> enjoyment in that. You take a nice... I draw the line in pretty much in any sport at wet pants. <laughs> That's true, though. Have you taken any major spills on that bicycle? Because I yeah. fell off of my shit one time. <laughs> that shit sucks. That's easy to do, yeah. Phoenix makes it easy. You know, there's a, an adventure at every corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, I go over. I, have, I tore a tendon in my elbow. It was fun. You ever got hit by a car, though? Like... No, actually, I went over the handlebars uh, where the city of Phoenix had put a, a curb across a sidewalk. Which, the, you know, you would think they'd be making that red or yellow or striped in some sort to let you know, hey, there's a curb across the sidewalk here, but no. It just pops up out of nowhere? I was just doing 14 miles an hour and didn't realize it and looked up in the last moment and there was a curb across the sidewalk and I couldn't hit the brakes in time and went over the handlebars. How many years have you been at it? Caught myself, but I tore a tendon doing so. On your shoulder? No, on my elbow. Elbow, huh? It's not good. Still hurt? Couldn't lift a beer, so I was really suffering. No fucking jerking off. To do this? Oh, stroke action? Nothing. Got to jerk off with the other hand. I got people for that. I got people for that shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. Sounds like a good idea to do it yourself, but. Can you tell us what you're playing, bro? <laughs> what's in that? What's that background music you got it's playing? Just some stuff on the iPad. This is just a thing I do. I kind of make these noises every so often, and you know, let's see here. Let's take it somewhere else. Is that an application? Um, this is Launchpad. It's Launchpad. a fun. Yeah, it's a really good thing. A good music thing. It works. They have apps, and they also have actual software and hardware, and you can do a lot with it. How about this weather, though? How beautiful is it, man? Overcast, about to rain. It rained a little bit, sprinkled. 
outside? Yeah, like, let's just do the show outside, smoke some blunts with the Blunt Master General and the dirt right here, the Joint Master General. You take some fat dabs, too, dog. Be careful with this guy. He'd be dabbing. That's all I can say. He's like an original I dabber. I don't do big ones anymore necessarily, but I do a lot of them. Hey, how'd you get into dabbing? Because I know you've been doing, you're like the first person I ever met that did dabs. If I, could, if I could be quite frankly honest with you. And then you got my brother into it. Yeah, remember you went to over to the house once, dude, and like, there was, like Roman was there and his nephew. He would come over Rat and Man. I would just try to wreck him. <laughs> Polans- Polanski and Ratman were there and this one pulled up. And it was like just when it first, first came out, dude. They hadn't dabbed either, like, well, not once. This fool came, dude, and fucking. I used to go to Cali and take concentrates. I would go have somebody go to the dispensary for me and get concentrates, and I would put it on top of bowls. That's how I started. Just wanting something better than weed, knowing there was something better. And when I heard concentrates, I thought, well, there's the answer. Then the only way you could get it back then was that. Then it went into wax and started getting wax, and I had friends who made that, so. What year was this? Around 2000. Six, seven. Ooh, man. The yeah. titanium nails. Jeez. Red hot titanium nails, man. Yeah. I still know I got pieces of that in my lungs. <laughs> Is that your preferred method of... Titanium in- nail? Indulging? Oh, no, med- oh, medic. Oh, dabbing? Oh, yeah. After, yeah. After a nice long bike ride, take a nice fat dab. Relax. During a bike ride. Even during, I, no, I take, take my shit little, with me. Take a little break. Do you halfway. get tired riding your bike? Like... Physically? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I mean, and you just got to push through it mentally. There's a point either when you're riding out. I mean, I go I go 50 miles on a ride. So if I go 25 miles or so and I feel tired, I know it's time to turn around. Sometimes I don't feel tired at 25 and I can keep going, but not often. 61 is my record right now that I'm aware of. 61 miles? Of record of tr- recordable. I mean, it's recorded on, on the app. Yeah. That's 61 miles in one day, one ride. And it's usually one ride. I, I don't even drink water usually. That's fucking big yeah. time. Well, we did 56. We did 56 one night, remember? We'd go all over. I took him to the lake. We went to the lake. Yeah, we went, we went all the way to Tempe, dude, around Papago Park, all the way around, and ended up over there in Scotland, at 64th Avenue, Camel Street in Camelback. I know this fool came and back. we rode back to his house oh, on yeah, fucking good. 32nd Avenue, Camelback. Remember your shoes were all ripped? This fool were at, like, the uh, corner we house shoes. We went, like, through downtown, dude, all the way up to Tempe, the town lake, all that, and then Papago Park, and then... Big old circle. It was like fucking six hour fucking journey. You guys stop and get drinks or anything? Yeah, we stopped at a bar. We usually stop and get 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 some beers. I got a few friends and we just dip out places. I stop and get beer every so often, but I I can carry beer around me now too. Little coronitas fit in my backpack. I can carry three of those pretty comfortably. Oh, nice and cold. And the, they so keep each other cold. And take, I take, a, you a take cold little pit stops. Little pit stops. Yeah. Dude, have, did you go? Are you uh, Phoenician? Like, you, were you born here? Yeah. yeah so you never left Arizona? Not for long. Never for any length of time. That's crazy, dude. Did you grow up in that neighborhood? or Same. I grew up in the house I'm in. Oh, right. You, hey, so you've been there your entire life? Most of your life? Yeah. That's pretty dope. It's a family home, so it, I'm the only kid, so it was always available to me. Oh, you're an only child? You don't got brothers or sisters? Only half brothers and sisters. Are they cool? My half brother was till he ripped me off for thousands of dollars, so I'd say, nah, probably not. And, uh, <laughs> the sister was cool as fuck, but, you know. Politics. 
she moved into a different state. We just never talked. She has kids and a family, and you know, it's like that a whole different life. We just only met for a short period of time, and my daughter, she was really cool to my daughter, though. That was awesome. How old is your daughter now? 27. No way, dude. 27? Dang. That's crazy. She was like a little, she was a little kid when I met when There we were people you. taking bets I would have yeah. killed her by the time she was four. <laughs> Single parent? Nobody thinks you can do that shit as a, as a stoner. Dang, 27 years old. You did it, man. There's people nowadays that still leave their kids in the car and forget about it, you know? It's like, Jesus Christ. How man. stupid can you be? Yeah, crazy. I have ADD and I'm a stoner and I still never left my kid in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, never. My dad, had, my dad had to call the cops. Some dude left his fucking kid in the car at the penny pincher. With the doors closed, dude, the engine was off. Crazy. And the, so he called nine one one. The ladies, I'll break the window. And my dad's like, "Fuck, no, I'm not gonna get in trouble for this shit. Like, get a fucking copy yeah. right now." If the cops tell you to do it, you can. Man. Yeah, because because then you're fucking getting tried for other shit now. How old was the kid? It was a baby, dude. But the, my dad said the cops got there in like a minute. It was right. Penny Pincher's full of cops, bro. There's cops all over that neighborhood. Oh, it's 27th and Van Buren. Yeah. So they're going to show up quick. Yeah, Penny Pincher's a, a local auto parts store. They give you big discount, discounted shit. I always hear like mixed reviews about that spot. Some people's yeah. like, if you buy the shit from there, it's going to fucking fall apart. But I bought shit from there and maybe just don't buy like a major part. I don't know. Well, no, you know what it is? It's like, you don't. Like, don't buy high-performance parts there. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got, yeah. A, you got a rock crawler, stuff like that. But, I mean, you're doing... But, yeah, driver, you need an alternator or whatever, like right? everything yeah. stock, yeah. You should fucking work great. They give you warranty and everything, too. Um, But w- was that what you guys, when uh, we saw uh, someone left, like, their chihuahua in the car? Was that with you guys? No. Uh, so, we were... It, it was in the harbor... Um, harbor seafood Freight. Seafood harbor parking lot then maybe maybe i was there that, i mean could i mean there's a f- few times I, I was there without but, uh, us fuck you dude <laughs> what what, what, you, what did you just say uh <laughs> you're with who what? Yeah. got other seafood friends harbor? you got other friends no it, hey it wasn't seafood harbor <laughs> that's better having you yeah it wasn't a uh, seafood harbor it, it was that was actually before seafood harbor went there but uh, I don't even know what the fuck I was there for. At the, Anyways, buf- at the buffet, probably. That was a high likelihood. <laughs> but I could remember. You know where the subway is and the the foe? Yeah, yeah. On that I remember more. Oh, whatever. But I came out and uh, there was a chihuahua in the car. And uh, hello. <laughs> it was during the. Um, but it was during the summer. And it was, oh, we got a hot news alert. Dropping <laughs> the bomb on them flex. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't like a crazy hot, but like, and the dog wasn't like freak because they said you know you could break the window and shit. But I was like, I would call the cops. Yeah, let no, them I did. Break, yeah, let I called, those fuckers break the window. I called nine one one, and then uh, they came and I said, Nah, I don't have anything to break it with. That's all I said. Oh, all and right. then uh, yeah, imagine you break the window. Now you're in jail for kidnapping that baby. I don't right? Like fuck that. Even if the cops told you to, you're gonna have to go get proof of all that shit and like, get the recording and. But there is a there's a law protecting people though if they. No, I bet you yeah. they do, but you just probably have to go through that whole process though, huh? Oh, wow. Show up to court and then tell them why you did it, and then the judge will be like, "All right, you did the right thing." You're, I remember, and then the, I guess the dude walked out like he did nothing wrong, dude. After the cops showed up, like he walked out like, "What are you guys doing?" Like there's cops surrounding his fucking truck. What the fuck? Yeah, motherfucker, you left your baby in the car. It's over a hundred degrees. No, he's probably just a piece of shit. That's like, what I'm, I'm saying. I'm gonna run in there real quick, grab my, grab what I need, and then I don't feel like yeah, taking yeah, my no, baby yeah. out. You know, 
He's all, I did the responsible thing, bro. I, I could have left the doors unlocked and the fucking engine on with the AC on, but somebody could take the truck, bro. Because that's more important. Exactly. I think I take my kids out, bro, if I have to. Like, no matter what, like, here I'm fucking carrying two motherfuckers out there, but I get shit done. I ain't leaving them in the car. Even with this dude. If it gets to having that point. one makes it easy, and having two makes it easy because they take each other. Exactly. But not yeah, not if one's four. <laughs> they make those straps for kids now. You can just hook them to things, you know, hook them to each other. Hook them to the car? Took the little, you hook the little one to the bigger <laughs> one, you know, and then they go everywhere together. Uh, then you only have to really watch one. I can't imagine it, being five or six kids. That'd be really hard to do. They got like a GPS now, too. You can put them, put in their backpack. Now, like uh, Chris. Okay. If, if you can remember, you know, if, if they remember where their backpack is. That for Chris Gordo? Cousin Gordo? Little bald short. Do you remember him? Chris Gordo. He went there. He used to go there back then. Probably. He stopped a while back, though. But yeah, that I don't like, remember yeah, he's, been, he's been retired for a long yeah, time. Yeah, but that was at what? Like five kids already, I think? Huh. Four or five. You're working for your family <laughs> when you're working there. I don't man. even know. But. He's somewhere up there though already. Damn it. That shit fucking props to him. If you're somebody who takes care of your kids, you want as few as possible. It's fun. Because working for a lot of kids takes a lot of work. Talking to the mic a little bit. Forgive me, sir. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Two, two, two kids is manageable for one parent. Like if you got to do some shit, go grocery shopping, you throw them in the cart. That's why I like Home Depot. They got like a cart, but it's like a... It looks like they're in a the race car. They have the little steering wheel and shit when they sit down yeah. inside. They love that shit, bro. It's like they're at Disneyland. What I do when we take Noah due to the stores, that fool just stares at the lights. He's just like, that fool just stares at the lights the whole time, dude. He don't even, like, cry or nothing. He's just looking up there like, Whoa. Yeah, kids are wild. They don't give a fuck about nothing. They don't have regards for human life. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Where do you think they learn that from? Though? You know what I mean? They see what's going on around them. It's human nature. Tolo's, uh, Tolo's uh, uh, daughter's birthday party was yesterday. I was like, happy birthday. You know, time I had birthday. Said, Not my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, damn. It was their celebration. And it was like, oh, I'm sorry. Is this your party? No. Somebody's. It's somebody's, <laughs> yeah. Then, like, she has a little, uh, Prody's little son. I was like, uh, who's that? You know, uh, what, what was like, what's his name or who's that? And she's like, and her, her little brother's name's Oscar. And they're obviously cousins. And then uh, I was like, who's that? She's like, Oscar's cousin. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's she her own cousin. A, yeah, yeah, she didn't give a shit about anything. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she didn't, bro. She's like, it's not my, my birthday's Tuesday. Yeah. This is just my birthday party, homie. <laughs> It's like, yeah, people tell you happy birthday on the birthday party. Yeah. Sometimes you got to celebrate a few days early if it's if it don't fall on the weekend. Motherfuckers can't make it out on a Tuesday. Now you know to next. Chuck E. Cheese and shit. Now you know next week you got to have it on the Wednesday. You do. What up, Dirty? What's going on, bro? I'm just sitting here, man, you know. Hey, can, can, Hi. You, can you talk about your uh, your little adventure with your guitar? Is that is that possible or did you sign is there papers signed that you can't talk about any of this? Yeah, I didn't sign shit. Do you have consent to talk you about the consent. guitar? You sending you something you want, man. No, yeah, how did it all start off, though? How did you first obtain this guitar, this infamous guitar? The infamous magical guitar. Uh, you know how did I mean? you, you first fucking it's like a big, come across it? Well, dude. I knew Jason it was from, a pick when he was in Flotsam. And Jason? Jason Newstead was in Flotsam, and we, I knew all of Flotsam, and we hung out. And smoked weed. Well, who's that, like a, a prior band he was in? That's the band he came out of, yeah. Plata? Flotsam and Jetsam. Flotsam and, Flotsam and Jetsam? Yeah. Is there music out? I want to listen to some of yeah. that. It's out. Here, I'll let you hear some. 
So you met him through Flotsam and Jetsam, local. So yeah, he's, they're they local. local. They, they needed a place to come hang out and get stoned, I guess, and that's how I get, they got introduced to me because I was that place. I am that place. I have been that place for quite a while. Oh, let's see here. Music, Allegedly. Huh? Allegedly. Yeah, I'm not trying to brag. I just I have a reputation that that is what I supposedly do. Let's see here. Okay, this is their new album they just put out. Here you go. Is Jason still on there? No. He's, he's not in the crowd there anymore. Either. That's a hardcore rock right there. Everything's on cue right there. Franco, calm down. Franco's head banging like a motherfucker right now. Franco just head butted the brick wall. Dude, he just broke a chunk off of it. He's still going. Blood pouring down his face. Imagine what Jason would be doing. He's doing music for him. That sounds pretty cool, dude. They're just rocking out. That guitar is about is metal. All right, so you met Jason. He used to be a guitar lead guitar. Or? No, he was the, Jason's the bass player. Oh, okay, bass player from got, Metallica. He got hired into Metallica after a uh, Cliff passed. After or, Cliff was killed by the bus rolling uh, over on him. Okay, and he was the one that was kind of like on the come up of. I don't want to say the timing <coughs> was, but it was right when they were blowing up Metallica. When he, when Metallica he was. So Cliff died when they're about to blow up. They were blowing up. They were like, they're they're already what, what, what happened to Cliff? The uh, bus wrecked in snow. It slid in snow and flipped over, and he got thrown, ejected out the window, and the bus landed on him. What the oh, fuck? Shit. The whole band was in there. The whole band was in there, and he was actually sleeping in someone else's bed that night. Someone else's bunk. That had he been in his own bunk, he probably would have survived because he was the only one killed. There was no windows. Well, there were. There are windows, but they're covered over with a vinyl or some fucking thing so that you can't see through it but some curtain. Oh, yeah. it is still just glass basically probably so like the sticker of the band, nowadays like the, the coaches metallic. more have a fiberglass outer that is the skin over what would be a window area okay see i didn't know that happened so then this they recruit this guy like yeah they needed a bass player because they were huge and they needed somebody back and if once they decided that was the the idea was to continue so that dude has stories too about the hazing that he went through and then they he, he was do you know which documentary that was? I, I forgot what he which, which one he was talking about, but it's kind of crazy, dude. He had some fucking stories, like even just on that on that little doc he was talking about. Who? Jason. Oh, okay. The the uh, what's his last name? Newstead. I'm talking like I know him, but that's his. Uh, I just know from what yeah, I've they seen. They did a some the some kind of monster documentary oh, yeah. where it was pretty sad. It was, <laughs> but they did tell the truth about at least how they were abusing Jason. They didn't treat him very good. They're, he was like the scapegoat, huh? Yeah, they would just, they never let his sound be heard. They didn't want to hear his writing input. They didn't want anything to do with what his skills were in just getting in the band for. Say. It was just do what they do, do what they say, and that was it. And he was happy to do it because it was Metallica, you know? Yeah. Biggest band in the world. Why wouldn't you? But there's when you're a creative force like he is and was, he, was, he wrote all the songs for Flotsam, you know? So he was involved in creative process, and that they just limited that. And then limited his sound. Most of the records, you couldn't hear him. And was this, what, in the 90s or 80s when this went down? It would have been, well... When he joined. Oh, I would... I, 
Stoner. Um, Were you still cool with him when you joined Metallica? Like, was was I still cool with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We hung out. Yeah, I went to Denver and had some lots of fun out there. We, had, we went all over. I went all over with him. At least four states. We had some fun. Oh, that's dope. You traveled in the bus with them? No. They don't bus. They fly? Not after that shit. No, they fly everywhere. That's says, smart. Uh, they can have a bus. They may be a bus to go from one city to the next, but normally the trips are so far apart that they're just, they can fly comfortable. Crew I mean, takes buses. Well, sure, you never know what's going to happen. Look what happened to uh, Buddy Holly. Right. He took the plane and it crashed. And La Bamba. Yeah. Or Rich. Richie. La Bamba. Mr. La Bamba. Lots of rock stars um, died doing stupid shit. Randy Rhodes died doing stupid shit. Who's Nin- Randy Rhodes? 1986 tour, to 2001. That's how long he was in the band for. So, 86. 86 to 2001? Yeah. Okay, so you obtained a guitar from this battle? At the end of the Damaged Justice Tour. In Phoenix, it ended in Phoenix, at Compton Terrace. And that downtown, that's out by Firebird Lake. Sweet. And that was the final show of the of the tour, and that was. I'm not. I don't even know that that's when it was discussed. That <laughs> I, me, I would get the guitar. The guitar came up later in discussions, but yeah. after that show, I took them shooting. We went out and shot in the desert. Right across from Compton Terrace out there, probably where it's not even legal to do. <laughs> but, you know, who asked? Nobody came and said we couldn't, so we did. And we shot and had fun and, and drove around. I had this thing called the Honda Odyssey, and we drove around in that. And James had a video camera and filmed a bunch of stuff. And we had fun. We smoked. He didn't smoke. They don't smoke. Him and Kirk, that's who I took out there that day. They don't smoke. So they weren't smoking. But we were drink. all drinking. We were all drinking. I had brought silver bullets, and we were getting hammered out there having fun. Doing fun stuff. Fuck yeah, dude. They're not against amazing. weed. They just weren't partaking of any. They didn't. They don't. At they the time, I've them. never in, in the history of being around them. I've never ever seen them do drugs. I've seen Jason smoke weed. I know Jason does drug other drugs. I've never. I've heard stories of Kirk doing other drugs. I'm pretty sure he does, but I've never seen it. Never saw James pick up anything ever and do any kind of drug ever, ever. No drinking. Nor Lars. Oh, drinking the fuck out of it. Yeah, they drink the fuck out of shit. Yeah. Yeah, but. But Lars, same thing. I mean, I was never really around Lars, but twice in my life, and it wasn't long periods of time. I know you better than Lars. You know, I mean, I'm, I've seen Lars twice. He was just annoying yeah. the first time and overly friendly mm-hmm. the second time, and I was just, like taken back by it. Because he knows already, bro. He's like the biggest rock star of all time. It was just weird. Well, I, the first time, that's exactly what it was, arrogance. You know what I mean? Because like, when, we when were, everybody's kissing your ass. So we had taken them out shooting. And we're coming back in because they have to take them to the airport where their shit's already. All their shit got picked up at the hotel and taken to the plane. And we just had to drop them off at the airport. So we went out in the desert shooting all day and drinking and having fun. And then it was to drive to the airport. So we drove to this fucking secret private gate over here at the airport. And we're let into a plane and got right off and walked up. And I, he goes, you want to check out the plane? I go, sure. So I got up and it was just a little tiny thing. Six, eight seater probably, you know. Yeah. And a prop plane. But I get up in the thing, and there's Lars sitting right there with a newspaper. And he's sitting in the back corner, and he puts the paper down, looks at, sees me getting on the plane. He goes, I get on. And then James comes on, and he goes, I didn't know we were taking guests. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, damn, what a fucked up thing that is to say to somebody yeah. when I just stepped on, man. First words to say. And he goes, he goes, he's just looking at the plane, man. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I'm all uncomfortable about that. But he was just, he went right back into his plant under here and just stayed under there. <laughs> Don't I think look I might have taken a picture, but it was, if it did, it was him hiding behind a paper. So. <laughs> yeah. 
And then the next time I saw him, I was in Frisco, and he came running up to me. He go, Filter! And ran all the way across a club and hugged me longer than I liked it. <laughs> that is pretty fucking odd. But it was like he was making up for the fact that he, he was being probably an had been an asshole to me on the plane. I think they probably said something to him, I assume. Because why would he have done that? I don't know. It made no other sense why, to my, in my mind why he would ever have run up and hugged me like that. Unless, obviously, he was aware at some point that I who, I was, who I was, once after the jet incident, or the plane. And then, not long after that, I was in Frisco then, picking up the guitar from James, and that's when he saw me, and came running up to me. In this huge club where everybody was like, Metallica, everybody's freaking out, because it was Metallica, you know, even though it's their hometown. In their hometown at a club, it's a big deal, you know. So you went all the way to Frisco to pick, pick up the guitar? Yeah, I went over and stayed at his house, it was killer, yeah. And then years later? Then I tried to sell it years later when I needed to get custody of my kid. I tried to sell it. Me and her but mom were in a custody battle, and I needed money. Back to who? Back to James? Well, I tried to sell it to anybody. I was trying to put it on I put it on eBay. I didn't figure he would want to buy it. He didn't, why would you sell it if you wanted to buy it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I put it out thinking, well, people may want to buy it. You know, the fans or whoever. Right? So I put it out and put, tried to get 25000 Because I figured that would probably would cover enough to get my kid... Battle, cause you know, law. Uh, I don't know how much lawyers cost. I don't know. I just yeah. figured it's a thousand, so I figured twenty-five G's, and that'd be enough to cover that, and that's all I needed. So I put that under, and then he shut my account. My he shut down my auction. Oh, he did. Yeah, Why, Some Metallica did somehow. I don't even know. Did I say it was an authentic or something? No, they didn't shut down. They they didn't shut down the eBay auction. They shut down the email address that the auction was attached to. That's fucking weird. And that was because it was an AOL.com email address. At and AOL. They were com. the biggest email account at AOL.com at, at, at the time. And because they had, for some reason, decided to target my email address as improper, that it was an inappropriate email address. And it was killcrushmurder at AOL.com. That was my email address. And it was my. It had been for on AOL my AOL account forever, to the point where at one point they said they sold merchandise AOL.com. You could buy little hats, and it had your screen name on it with a little AOL guy. And you had that hat. I still have it. The, I have it at my house today. Kill Crush Murder at AOL.com on it. <laughs> I'm like, but they made it. They shut me down saying it was not a name. They was went with their guidelines. I'm like. But there's a game called Murder, Death, Kill. That's what it was based on. That's what my name was based on, a, a, a video game. And the yeah. game was still available? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Selling millions. There was all kinds millions. of names like that. And I'd had the thing for years. It was just because it had some kind of conflict with Metallica, and they found a way to shut it down. That was how they did it. So when they, I had no email address, I had no valid eBay contact information, so I couldn't get any emails if anybody got, tried to buy it. There was no way to correct that in the time that it was allowed in the, before the, eBay, the auction ended. So I was not able to sell it. At that point, I tried to contact them and couldn't get them to respond. They probably hacked it. and then He told me he didn't think I had a daughter was the last contact he had with me about that. I mean, anything to do with that? He goes, I said, I'm trying to get custody of my daughter. And he goes, you don't, unless I heard you don't even have a daughter. I'm like, what the fuck? We haven't seen each other in eight years. She's seven. No. <laughs> didn't fuck her in front of you, but I did fuck a chick once. Yeah, man. <laughs> Because I, I knew you, you know, only because I knew James Hetfield. <laughs> I said that, and she said, I'll fuck you, you know. And I had a kid with her, you know. <laughs> I know oh, that's a joke. I, that never happened. We'll oh edit my that God, out. That's fucking deep. Yeah, you know, it's all fucking crazy. We named her James. So, <laughs> you know, so, so did you ever try selling it again besides that one time? Just this last time. When, well, I've tried, actually, no. 
they've confronted me a couple times about, would you like to sell it? And I was like, sure. And they said, well, what do you want? And I said, well, I want you to make an offer. That's all. Just make an offer. Just tell me what you would be willing to pay for it. And they never would. They never, ever would. And I would, all the communications, it would go on for months, and then they would just stop. Never give you a solid offer at all? No, same guy. It was always the same guy. And then it, this last time, when it actually did sell, it was a completely different guy. And I, I was going, Where's, what happened to him? And he goes, oh, he's still here. I'm like, Jeez, I don't know. What, I really have no clue why they shifted over to another dude trying to make, see if he could stick the knife in deeper. I don't know what the hell it was about because he really was not. He was trying to play hardball about money and shit, you know. The new guy? Yeah. He was just a, he didn't know Metallica enough to be a guy I should be dealing with, you know. I stayed at James's house and was his friend and went and saw him all over the country. Why the fuck would I need to talk to some dude I've never met about James's guitar that I went to his house and picked up from him, you know? <laughs> if we're friends and I'm a friend enough to come to your house and stay with you, then I should be able to come sell you your guitar back, you know, so hand I, it to you. Did, did they make the offer or did you give them a price? I told them a price. And you tried to hardball, play hardball with no, that price. I just, yeah, well, I was just—I had a price in my head, in my mind. I knew after, after as long as I'd had it, it had a price in my head that I knew I had to get, and it was actually really cheap for the for what it is. I know they had more money to spend, but I just didn't. I'm not a greedy fucker. I needed to take care of what I had done. I took, I basically took care of their guitar for them and kept it in perfect shape for 31 years. What's that worth, you know? Yeah. It is very valuable to them. It's probably a million dollar guitar, easy. So to have somebody that you know will take care of it for 31 years for sure and take perfect care of it, it just stayed in the case and just was stored, basically. And you drove it back. And I drove it back. Back to where it came from. <laughs> the best part of this. I've been wanting to tell this story anyway, so here, you like this part. Woo-hoo. I love this. Okay, so I... Uh, sweet. So I had done this thing. Um, <laughs> I drove the, the guitar out, and I was... They'd rented a car for me, and I drove out, and the night, I tried to do it in one day, and I got all the way to about four hours outside of Frisco, and I just couldn't make it any further. It was like 17 hours of driving or something, so I stopped and got a motel, and it was, like I said, not far out of Frisco, but I stayed in this motel, and I thought, well, this will be a really interesting thing. Let's, I went, I asked the lady first in the inside, is there a vault or anything? Do you have a, a locker or a vault or anything I can put something invaluable in? She goes, No. Rob Trujillo. Now we, we got the new basis of. Um, we got Rob Trujillo in the yeah, house. Look at that. How about that? He's gaining some weight. <laughs> He's been eating good, I see. <laughs> you know, because that was another thing about Metallica. When they never gave Jason 25% of the band when he was in the band, he never got 25% he just of the got money. He got flat fee. Well, I don't know how he was getting paid, get but it wasn't the 25%. And then as soon as Robert Trujillo got in, he got 25%. So it was almost another disrespect to Jason, even though he was not in the band anymore. They just kind of like stabbed him again. You on the fu-? And you can hear Robert Trujillo in the mix. You know, you're like, you know, it's, it's, it was just, and they admit it. They admit they did it. You know, they cried on tape and video on the, some kind of monster thing where they actually were going through therapy and were, oh, we treated him so bad and shit. A little too late. But <laughs> yeah. That's why it's called some kind of monster. The band is truly bigger than the four members could be. So where'd you go drop it off at? That questionable guy met, said he knew some place to meet. I didn't really wasn't comfortable with the idea, you know. 
At a Denny's. They could just have some dude that would they'd be willing to pay a thousand bucks to go thump a dude and take the <laughs> guitar case from, you know. I mean I don't That's true, I, bro. An outsider? You ain't I, even from here? I don't know who they might have told. I was just yeah, but they didn't know what car I was in or nothing. I was just Anyway, I just got out there and I told I wanted to meet someplace like a restaurant or someplace open in public, you know, and you know, he wanted to meet at this his buddy's garage thing and I'm like, Okay, oh, what the right. fuck? So, they can hold there, yeah. But it was a big shop, you could tell it was in a big industrial complex with lots of shit going on around it. I'm like, okay. And the garage door was open and I just kind of pulled up and handed it to them. And they did, looked at a bunch of pictures. It was pretty quick. Was they, it cash? they had their own pictures. No, there was no cash. It was all done by a wire transfer. Uh, you should ask for the suitcase. Yeah. I would, Walk out like Desperado. Been the shit. Motherfucker. But the story I was telling was the night before I was at this motel. And I thought, I asked the lady if there was any place to save to keep it. She said no. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it in the fucking car. Let the gods let this play out how it's supposed to. If I'm supposed to sell this guitar back to them, it won't get stolen tonight, I suppose. So I you left it in the trunk of the car. You left the guitar in there? Oh, shit. That's I went to ball, sleep and slept comfortably move. and woke up in the morning, and the goddamn guitar was there, and I drove and sold it to them. <laughs> but I just, you know, let the spirits have their, their chance if they were going to fuck it up, you know. If I didn't <laughs> deserve the money, this was the opportunity to prove it. You know, I mean, I figured I'd let karma take its opportunity. Obviously, they, I was supposed to have this amount of money. So, When did this happen? <coughs> was it this year or last year? This was this year. Um, $35,000 ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Um, yeah, it was uh, six months or something. Six months ago. Yeah. So what was, the, what was the ticket on it? How much you end up getting for it? Uh, an undisclosed amount. Undisclosed amount? Yeah. yeah. More than six, More than $35,000. <laughs> But yeah, it was yeah. good. Hopefully, it worked out really well. Hopefully, got you know you got taken care of though. That's yeah. the main thing. Oh, he did, bro. Yeah, that's. He got he got anointed by the rock gods. What he said I would never get for it when it was sale for sale for twenty five thousand was what he put down for as a deposit this time. And then once you got there, you got the rest. Well, in the, yeah. in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> so the twenty five was already in my account before I ever even left. Was so I could, have, I could have fucked them at that point, but I'm not that dude. How you know? long were you in there for? Like I could have minutes? sold the guitar years ago if I was looking to fuck them. On, but my my intent was to maybe end up with it going back to them. You know, after 20 years, it was like I'm never going to sell this to some other person. You know, it just didn't seem right. It was more valuable to be back in their hands. I even opportunity. I tried to get them at 30 years, which was two years ago or three years ago now, to see if they wanted to take it on the Metallica 30 year reunion tour because. They, not reunion, but I mean 30 year. They had a 30 year 30th tour. anniversary tour and they didn't, they wouldn't respond. They so, never really got back to me on it. I, I walked out. Um, I don't know if I missed a part of it, uh, the conversation, but um, what they, they, is it going to like a Hall of Fame or just their kind of personal So what they're doing with it is it's going to be, apparently, I, what I was hoping it was going to be done with. I tried to put it in the MIM Museum here. To, I figured okay. it'd be safe there, you know, it'll be, and then the world can enjoy it. But that could never get them to follow up on it. So I don't know if that was a shutdown by them. I don't know. Really, yeah. I can't know how big their reach is, you know. And I would never be told if that was the case that they were. They yeah, it's Metallica, down. man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it was supposed to go in the MIM when it opened, and it didn't. <laughs> so that's been several years that the MIM Museum opened. But that would have been the place for it. Oh, perfect. And it would have been five years. They said we'd keep it for five years. I'm like, awesome. That'd be fucking. They were going to build a whole display. And I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what it needed, you know. But then they just shut down the conversation again. And then after five years, you could take it back. That's pretty dope. And then sell it for more. I talked to a. a hard, <laughs> I seen it. Talked to the Hard <laughs> Rock the Cafe. You know, the Hard Rock Cafe downtown. And the one in Hollywood. I thought, well, maybe they'd be interested. 
They said, oh, you got to donate it. <laughs> you got to donate it. I'm like, oh, nah, go fuck yourself. I'm just giving you a couple. The guitar was estimated at $2 million years ago by Gibson Guitar, the people who made it. Oh, no way. Yeah, so it just didn't seem right to just give it away to somebody, you know. And it obviously paid off to be smart back then. I'm a stoner, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> nah, yeah, you got to, the price is right. If you're a stoner, right, but you're not a stupid stoner. <laughs> those guys fall in the canal and can't figure out how to get out. Do you have any other guitars, like, valuable, too? Huh? Do you have any other guitars that are, couple. like, yeah, pretty I got a Max Cavalera. That's a nice one. That I, I that I think he might want back one day. <laughs> Who's Max Cavalera? From South East and Soulfly. They just played last night. Oh, you got one of his fucking pieces? Yes. Damn, dude. What do you have to do to get that one? paid for it he didn't like it he didn't like the guitar it was a legendary guitar it is it is it's super famous because of what he did with it before he sold it yeah that's dope you were at his concert or you know him personally i know him personally that's pretty cool a guitar how much is that guitar worth if you had to give it a price 10 g's easy more than that but uh, that I, that would be an easy fair price you know i would if he would give me that for it i would be happy as fuck to take that for it I've had it for several years. Yeah, I've had it for 20 years or more. Oh, yeah, it's got to be worth some. Is he still out there in the game? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He played last night here at the Marquee Theater. Oh, you should have took it right there, dog, and be like, hey. Couldn't make it. Had stuff going on. You got 12, 20 G's. I caregiver for patients, and I was taking care of some people. Caregiver for patients? Oh, nice. You're such a nice guy. Were, were uh, Were those instruments signed, too? Um, no, there's no signature, but the, 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 the Metallica guitar was recognizable by sight. You, know? you said they had pictures. They had pictures of him playing it on tour? No, they had pictures of the cl- close-ups of the guitar from when he, before he got rid of it somehow, gotcha. like the original. That's I don't dope. know where those pictures came from. I really have no clue where they got the pictures they showed me, but I brought pictures too. So we all had photocopies, but I was like, they were like laying them right next to the guitar looking and within two minutes, they were like, okay, uh, that's it. And I'm like, well, I told you that, dude. Come on. That's it. I told them, I know everything about it as far as the history of, there's, there is one counterfeit So What guitar out there. There is one. That's it. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen, Not the actual guitar in my hands, but I've seen pictures of it. And I was just dumbfounded going, wow, somebody actually really did it. Somebody did make one. <laughs> poor. Yeah. It was poor copy, and it didn't look like the real one, but it was... It said so what on it. That was just freaking that somebody would actually take the time to do that. Is this going this way now? Yeah, right? Yeah, it's, it's wow, far out. I never um, even noticed it change up. This, this is, do, you, um, do you have a photo of the of the guitar you had? Or uh, it's face? They're all over my social media and stuff, yeah. I made sure they were, I mean, I've always photographed it and stuff. So there was a point where I offered people if they wanted to take pictures with it when I first got it. No, maybe not when I first got it. One of the guitar shops in Phoenix that I have a friend asked him if he wanted to do a little promotion with it, you know, and he did and brought people in and they came in. Like Santa Claus it. put it on a chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> next day. So come stand the, behind. The Wayne's World case. Come stand behind it, but don't touch it. No, fuck did you, replay it? <laughs> did you replay it? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. I took it on stage a lot of times. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. How yeah. does that feel? Did you feel like a fucking rock star? It was star awesome. In fact, one of the better things about that guitar that his, in the history of having it was. Jason Newstead, when he would come in town, once he was in Metallica, the few times he was in town, he would always, we'd come and hang out and sometimes do acid. That was what we did. The one time that he was over and I had So What, so he was playing it on acid. So How's he, that acid hit? I've never done acid. 
it's, it's all right, but it's, how it's it not how it hits. It's, it usually hits all right. Where you do it is the circumstances you're doing it in is very important. Important, okay. But the downside of acid is the the after you did it thing. It's never fucking fun. The come down. It takes too much from you to recoup. Yeah, it's like like drinking too much. You know, it's like oh my god, there's a super hangover with it. No, I just don't know. I would. It drains all your dopamine. Mushrooms, mushrooms is the answer. Yeah, I love shrooms. There's too. a reason they're here. You know. I like microdosing shrooms, bro. That's fucking yeah, like an ounce at a time. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. No, just like a little capsule, crush them, put them in little capsules, and yeah, take yeah, one yeah. or two to get the day going. It actually it works better than coffee, dude. But it's three in the morning. Yeah, it works better than coffee. <laughs> yeah, doctor. You don't want a second cup? You're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need a second helping. But yeah, dude, thank you for sharing that story, man. That's pretty dope. That's a that's like a lifetime of, uh, achievement right it was, there. It was it was fun to do. Thirty one years you held on to that thing. Yeah. Would you have it in the case the whole time? Yeah, yeah. It's a must. Under my mom's bed and my it's been everywhere. It's been all over, but safe, always under my bed most of the time, most of it. The million dollar, two million dollars, dude. You said it was value 2. at 2. one point. Two point two. Oh yeah, so actually it was based on how money. much. They could, how many reissues they could sell based on digitizing it. So what they were going to do, what we were talking about with he, he asked me, they're going to digitize it. Replicate them. I had said MIM Museum because I thought display. What they want to do is, and the reason they tried to reacquire it was they're trying to gather back all of their instruments to scan them so they can put them into a digital museum. So apparently the Metallica.com or whatever, I'm assuming you can go on there and they'll have this. Where you can go in and do a 360 spin of them and look gotcha, at every little, yeah. every dent and crack in it, you know. And there are several. Mm-hmm. He wears big rings, and when he would play it, he would hammer on that thing. So it's got yeah. dents and shit all over the Battle top, marks. top of it. Battle wounds. Oh yeah, and he one of the rings he wears is one that Cliff had mm-hmm. on when he died. That was given to him by the family. So when he's he's Dude. always worn that ring. I don't think it ever comes off. That's fat. Banging on that shit. Oh, big time! I've never, I've never seen a guitar so beat up. Ever. Yeah, so what's going on? Not with, without having been thrown around. You know what I mean? He, this yeah. guitar just being played. He's abused the fuck out of it. I mean, that's kind of smart, digital museum. Well, if because either they'll have to pay, pay something to get in to see it. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how you're going to do it. Everything's about paying, you know. Everything's about paying, you know. Ad space. They're probably going to slang a bunch of ad space like Google. They're going to get millions of fucking traffic. Going through that shit. Could be part of their fan club. That's why being a caregiver is so hard because I, you donate shit. You have to just give. You don't get paid. You know, you have to give it. You know, and it's like most people don't want to give. There's got to be some pay at the end of it. You know, it's like, well, the pay is the smiling, alive person is a good. That's good pay, isn't it? They shouldn't have to give money too. They're sick. Sick people don't have money. Well, they shouldn't have to be giving it to people that they're taking care of, and that's bullshit. So that's a caregiver. You just. You donate. Well, you give care. You a do- good caregiver should donate. Obviously, if you have something to give that can help someone, why would you keep it for yourself or only sell it? It's just it's it's a greedy kind of a concept. I don't, I don't I'm not like that. If you got enough to spare, spare it. Every caregiver be charging, huh? The ones I've seen. Or like they get money from insurance, right? They get paid. Or what? What is it? Social security. I know, okay, so I'm taking care of a person right now. Who's I'm taking care of a family, whose the son went off a bridge, 
On a motorcycle. On a motorcycle. Okay. See, don't be riding motorcycles. He went 160 feet and lived. Golly. But he's not in good shape. Yeah. He has a traumatic brain injury. He broke almost all of his bones. Most of his ribs were destroyed. I mean, he's, he, he's a mess, but he's alive and he's getting better. He's doing way better than anybody ever thought he could do. But he can't speak yet. And that alone is something that makes hospitals horror shows for him. You would never want to be in a hospital if you're in it. You can't speak. The shit that happens to you is horrific, man. they got so many lawsuits against six different hospitals in Phoenix right now. Just that family? or And it's only been less than 500 days since the accident. Six different lawsuits. <laughs> six different hospitals. Because they just keep abusing him. Because he can't speak? Because he can't speak. So whatever they do, he has to tolerate until he can uh, grunt to some his family who actually does care enough to try to figure out what the problem is. He gets infections and they don't change his diapers. They don't do, they just let him sit there and it's horrific. Right it's not away. fucking cool. And it's, it's, these are the people you pay to take care of you. And it's a pandemic. So they're already stressed the fuck out. And anybody that comes in and they are afraid of basically, you know, it's terrifying. It's a terrifying time in America. Man. That's wild. Especially if you're the most vulnerable. You should vulnerable. be very happy and lucky if you have, have your health right now. You know, I mean, that's, we all should be very, very lucky because you don't want to be a sick person right now. The people that are supposed to take care of your, as much as you see the good people on the new, on the news crying, and those are the people who care. But like, it's like good cop, bad cop. You know, there's bad cops out there. Where's the good cops that are stopping? You know, you never ever see that. We just get to stand there and film them killing people. You know, like that's all fucked up. It's going on in the hospitals. It's been going on for centuries. Yeah. People but, with disabilities always been treated I mean, like shit in like big environments. There's always that. I mean, they happening. said he'd never be. He, they said he'd never do a. He had a trach. I mean, so he he's had a hose in his throat for a long time. So that alone, you can't speak that, you know. And they thought he'd never get that taken out. Well, he has it out now. He's it's closing up, and he's going to be able. You know, he's getting better at getting. He better, you know, but he's healing way better than they ever expected. Yeah. They just never, you know, every doctor's basically said there's no hope for him. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. You're not his doctor anymore, you know. And she's got lawsuits against all these people because they just won't ever just be positive around him, you know. She and puts, where's he at right now? At home? Now he's at home. She puts signs up all over the inside of his bedroom that says, smile, stay positive, you know, and you're my hero and shit like that. And. The hospital came in and said, what are you putting these signs in there for? And she goes, they're for you guys. They're for you to keep you, your spirits up. And they, didn't, they saw it as an offense. They were, like, they were offended by it and didn't, they wanted her to take them down. They chased her out of the hospital room with dogs, with police dogs. Choose two. The, the mother oh, of this kid. Wow. They, they are so against the parents being in the room trying to help this guy because if they're not there, they abuse them. She has to be there. So they, she's basically come to the... Head with every fucking hospital. They're going. You can't just. You can't come in here because she's seeing the abuse and documenting it, and they're just not about getting caught. They got lawyers and shit, but she's got lawsuits and proof of what's going on. Yeah, horrific shit. Horrific shit. They need to start doing those. uh, um, What like three on your side, like investigative reporting, like leaving cameras. The way they do cops, right? Because a lot. Think about it. It's right here in Phoenix where that guy got busted get impregnating that woman that couldn't right, speak. Right down the street. 
Like literally, like uh, less than a mile. Over there. Over there. You know how many you know how many places like that Hacienda? there are, not just in Phoenix, but in the country? Yeah. Places that take care of people in that situation where they have no yeah. can't speak, can't take care of themselves at all. They're care facilities and they're just like I mean, you know the building we're talking about because you, mm-hmm. you're talking about knowing it, but they're just in non-discriminate little buildings that look like businesses, but you can't really describe yeah. medical to some degree. They're not really defined what they are. I, c- I come from a family of uh, um, nurses, and um, my mom, who who's a, she's a retired uh, case manager, but like she would go around, especially to a lot of uh, quadriplegics, and and essentially give um you know help or assistance Document to the family with them and- well to the family so they can just have a better quality of life right I so gotcha. machines or whatever it is but what's crazy is the amount of time she spent with the people right the families the patients um and uh but last time she was told because like really nobody gave a damn in the hospitals nobody you know what i mean other care professionals would and it was weird hearing that right because now I realize why my mom kind of just takes her time with a lot of different stuff. But hearing stories from my cousins and my aunts, it's like, it's, it's nuts. Because even now, what we've talked about on the, yeah. on the, on the, um, with COVID is how like people aren't getting sick until they go to the hospital. That's when they're, it's, and it's kind of on that, on that narrative of, you know, oh, well, well, you shouldn't have waited so long or whatever it is. But, um, also, there's part of that too, right? Which, exactly what you're talking about is people are are getting sicker because of the lack of care. Like they may be going down one, you know, one answers for everything, but people need special, you know, different blood types or whatever it is need different type of care, and um, and that's what's really scary, especially hearing this story right now with the gentleman you're you're uh, yes. you're taking care of. He's 22, 22 years old, man, and he spent 500 days not able to speak, and it. It happened on Mother's Day. He was riding to go see his mom, and this happened here Damn. in Phoenix. Can, is he speaking now? No. No, no cognitive no, function. No, Does he know? He, like knows, his he knows what's going on. He knows his sister and his mom are taking care of him. He knows them. He sees them. They're there every day, taking care of him, doing everything he needs, feeding, cleaning, and everything that needs to be done. Damn, dude. It's. You can't even imagine. You can't even imagine. Never know what's going to happen, dude. Our life, life. That's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm saying. If you you wake up, you're breathing, you're walking, you're talking. You gotta enjoy that fucking day because tomorrow's never promised. The biggest thing that was fucked about COVID was that people died and didn't get to say goodbye to their families, or their families didn't get to say goodbye to them. Yeah, that was fucked up. There's, there's always a way. There's always a fucking way. You know, you put a phone in front of the person. You know, I mean, there's a way. There's always a fucking way to make communication happen. But that's that's how a lot of people died. Tube, they put that tube in their throat, and that was the end, you know. Through the phone, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's the last word you had with people is through the... It's like, now, when the news, the people that are heroes that survived COVID are the ones who got the tube out, you know. But so few you hear about that actually survived the intubation process, you know. Is that what they do? They put a tube down your... Th- yeah, it goes tube down your throat, and it just kind of... You're... A machine at that point. The machine, yeah, yeah, it it breathes for you. You're just at the mercy of the machine, you know. But you're alive, you know. It's like it's kind of like the the song "One" by Metallica. You're just laying there, and life's happening. You're being, you're alive, but you can't do anything because you're just kind of there. 
And they just keep coming in and checking on you, making sure the machines are going. Okay, good. See ya. See ya. Stabbing, taking some blood. And went, <laughs> fuck, man. I, I, when I had my leg almost broken off, I was, yeah, I, I just had the administrator of the hospital in there going, what? And I was asking, what the fuck are they trying to kill me for? What the fuck's going on in here? <laughs> These people are nuts. I'd wake up. And there'd be somebody gri- strapping my arm up to put a needle in it. I'm like, hey, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? You were in the hospital during COVID? No, no, before, when, in 2014 when they had my leg broken. Um, I got that they were trying to sta- stab blood thinners that were on the news about how they kill people. I'm like, while I'm asleep, I'd wake up to them trying to stab me. And I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. That's how it There's is. There's no way they, no, nah, nah, I'm not doing that. That's what an IV's for. You know, if you want to give me shit when I'm not aware of it, you do an IV. But I didn't have an IV. You were just stabbing me in the arm with a fucking needle I didn't need. I remember I was in the hospital for like five days. These motherfuckers wake you up every like four hours. Like, oh, we got to check your vitals. We got to fucking do this, do that. We got to add shit to your IV. It's wild, bro. I hated my leg injury. I hated being in the hospital. The bathroom was so fucking close and you couldn't go to it. Uh, I I know I had to shit my pants twice. No, I didn't. You didn't have to. I did that already during the podcast. (laughs) I did that already during the podcast, dude. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, it was wild, bro. All you could do is watch that fucking TV with a fucking basic cable. Got like 12 channels. I was watching PBS the whole time, watching documentaries and Bob Ross teaching you how to paint. I watched Three's Company. Three's Company. I watched the championship. Three's Company Marathon. Yeah, the World Series and shit. The Dodgers. I was in there for like a week. In the hospital. It was like a year ago, huh? That was like oh, two three years. already, three or four. This shit was was that long ago? That's crazy how this was in the hospital. Yeah. You missed an episode. What were you in for? A uh, hernia? No, I had a... Bleeding ulcer. No, I was bleeding from my uh, intestines. They got to uh, inf- inflammated, inflammation. And then they got they started bleeding and shit started bleeding now so I was black still I was shitting black and shit dude, but I thought it was something I had hey dude so hey, I waited so like three four days yeah dude. if your shit's black go to the hospital and fucking but I was already feeling fucking dude that night before dude I did I went and did a podcast dude I swear to God I was gonna pass out in that motherfucker bro I was sitting down dude in the chair where well, you're losing blood by the pints and like everything dude just started like you know when you're dimming out like everything like shit I'm a black like, out this is good and I just fucking like woo like I just caught a little rush I drank some water or some shit dude and fucking survived the podcast survived that went home fucking woke up but I'm all like dude if I'm shitting fucking Black stooling again in the morning. I'm gonna fucking go to the doctor. So that's when I went and I barely made it, dude. Like my blood count was like less than half already. I had a four out of ten. Like I guess they go by counts. They're like I had a four out of ten, so it was like less than half already. They're like that's why you feel like that because your your heart's starting to pump faster because yeah. you don't have the regular blood supply you need. So yeah, dude, I barely made it there, dude. I felt like I was gonna pass out, dude. I was fucking signing the paperwork and shit. I was like, holy fuck! I was like, I feel fucking lightheaded and shit. They were surprised. They're like, damn, you made it this fucking long and shit. No, you're like seconds away from serious shit to happen, like heart attack or whatever. You know? fuck. So I was like, holy shit, that was pretty scary. But yeah, dude, then they did all kinds of studies. I couldn't eat, dude, for like. I didn't eat for like a day and a half or some shit, like two days, because they were doing all kinds of fucking tests on me, make sure everything was good. They just put the vitamins in. Yeah, and then they gave me the fucking blood transfusion. I got like 
three pints or some shit. Oh, we got an yeah. erection but with some like, old man's blood. They were like fucking. I got an erection when they, they shoved like, the camera up my ass. When that shit started <laughs> fucking pumping in, dude, it felt so good, dude. Like, it felt like your power, like you really leveled up. Like, you're leveled up. Dude. Yeah, dude, you're like, your body, everything just starts like, holy shit, I'm starting to feel normal now. This is why vampires Pumps do this. this blood up in me. I was like, nice. But yeah, dude, other than that. Never dude, had to have blood, never. That was like pretty scary right there, but never had blood transfusions. No, but I can imagine the feeling like he was saying about feeling better as you were getting blood. Well, the, exactly the same thing as why I don't give blood because I don't want to feel that feeling of, oh man, yeah. I'm, th- I, I'm, 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 I'm down with blood, man. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. want to know what that feels like, man. <laughs> oh no, dude, it was fucking crazy because, yeah, dude, I waited like three, four days, man. Like, now I know though, like, I checked my fucking. Shit every day now. You smell it, you yeah. break it. Oh, shit. <laughs> there's no blood in the middle. Like weed. Your morning sticky. shit. Uh, no, I, I just make sure it's not like black, black. I'm like, it's black because they say like, if you find out we're fast enough, penicillin or something will just heal it. They're all, but you waited fucking forever and shit, dude. Like, your that's ass. what caused your ass to fucking, your body's pretty much hitting the, was hitting the panic button already. It was like, there's a there's a graph where you could where you could look at uh the way your shit looks and I'll tell you something about like whatever, um, like some, tell you if you need more water or you're not drinking uh you're drinking too much and shit or if your body's um uh, releasing too much water, but like it's fucking crazy. Your shit tells you about your body. I'm the like same. about to have a heart attack. We all wait though till we're fucking dying to go to the to actually go to the hospital. It's like, dude, I don't think I'm going to make it. Let's just go to the hospital. See. Yeah, well, that's what Give I'm saying. Your body last push. panic button. Like, well, I really got to do this shit now. That's like, why you need to push that your this. woman always hits the gynecologist on a regular fucking basis. Yeah. Not just when it's broke. And we got to get our assholes checked every year, huh? Yeah, after after yeah. you turn 40. Hey, that's important because my cousin. My dad. My dad. I got people for well, that. I got my assholes <laughs> checked right there, dude. I didn't want them to. They're like, you ready? I'm on nah. I'm on, is there any other tests I could do? Oh, that full like fing- fingered me real quick. That, you told me. This is going to be. Medical advances haven't happened. Yeah. Still got to check like that. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, there's no other. There's not one of them cameras or nothing that, you know, that works up there, right? Okay. I'll do your shit. got to be a finger. Fuck. I need to check if it's not like internal, like right there, you know, where you're fucking yeah. bleeding, like internal, like. From like, you like know, butt sex. other than your intestine and shit. Or like butt sex. Make sure you weren't, you, yeah, yeah, you weren't getting your guts <laughs> yeah. rearranged. He really did rearrange your guts, huh? Yeah, he's like, you ready? I'm all like, fuck, I just fucking. Close your eyes. I just I exhaled. Had I had to give in, bro. I was like, shit, I was just turned to the side. Yeah, that fool turned me to the side too, bro. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Hey, they put his. They put his. Yeah, yeah he put it. That's what we all did that. Yeah. <laughs> He smells it. Yeah, I was like, fuck. Was he like, tastes like your brother. I got got like that too, bro. I was like, no, man, this way. <laughs> you already know it's an ulcer. Yeah. Like, just, <laughs> just exactly. Uh, just treat me for an ulcer, homie. You already know what's wrong with me and shit. Well, you don't need all these extra fuck. I'll shit in the cup if you need my shit that bad. You know what I mean? You don't have to fucking stick your finger in there. Yeah, that's what told me. He's like, this is, this is not going to be comfortable. <laughs> I was like, how do you know, bro? What if I'm gay, homie? Like, you fucking disrespectful ass fool. He's like, wow, are that's, you? That's anti-LGTB fucking comment, homie. No, yeah, so he just tells me to go scooch to the side. Yeah. 
He's, he's like, oh. he's like, he's, he's apologizing too, bro, because I didn't want to do it. Yeah. He's like, sorry, man, you gotta fucking yeah. loosen up, homie. Hey, did, did you, did you, did you lock eyes with him? Did you lock eyes with him? I loosen up them cheeks. Like, Fuck no, I'm still, I'm like, hey, go like this. He get on the little. Anyway, he just, he just got his thumb and pinky just to spread him a little. Nah, like he pulls your little, oh, <laughs> little fucking. He pulls your little yeah. pants down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're just like just a little bit. Then he blew a kiss. Then he throws on the glove. Yeah. <laughs> you pulls it down like, a little bit more. Sitting there feeling all weird, huh? You're like, fuck. Grab that little fucking yeah, some cold little fucking lube. Cold lube, and then and he like, just fucking swirls around. Don't even know what finger. Swirls around finger. <laughs> his <laughs> thumb. <laughs> He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> He's all. Uh, it's not it's a finger. Ulcer. It's an ulcer. It smells like ulcer. Oh shit! It's ulcer blood. Same like, motherfucker, you couldn't just like smell it. You had to finger me, and then oh, after smell my ass. <laughs> and then after that, they put my ass to fucking sleep, dog, with yeah. the thing. And then that's when they shoved. They actually fuck after he fingers me. Why did they do it first? Exactly, they like, go up your throat after. With the same glove? Not for went up my ass. Oh yeah, I went up the throat because they took some pieces, chunks, because they said it was my intestines. So. They took some chunks off to test them, make sure everything was good. Like I woke up and I didn't know what happened. What do they call that shit? They put down your throat, like to cut a biopsy. A biopsy because they, they cut little chunks off and shit. Because there is an ass one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I went, I went guy, to the dentist. And he found three cavities me. and a lump in my nuts. <laughs> a lump in your nuts? Yeah, he's a thorough doctor. Yeah, a dentist. Sucks, dude. <laughs> it was a thorough exam. Can I say? Oh shit! <laughs> my shit went down in 08. Same shit was for an ulcer, dude. Yeah, you were fucking passed out. I actually, I passed out in the bathroom, bro. And I woke up with, like, shit all over the ground. And, like, I, I didn't want to tell nobody. I just started cleaning that shit full with towels and, like, threw the towels away. You smoke weed? Wild. Sure do. We do smoke weed. I heard Eric didn't smoke weed. All anyway. right. Later, guys. Take care of your colons. <coughs> have you seen any... If you see any black shit in your stool, go to the hospital, get that shit checked out quick, and you might get a finger or two, but at least you'll survive, right? At least you're alive now. Hey, but uh, I wouldn't trade I that extra. finger. I pay extra for the finger. Exactly. exactly. Dude, they took me in the ambulance to the hospital for that shit. I remember telling the nurse, I'm like, man, that male nurse just came in here and stuck his finger on my ass. She goes, we don't have a male nurse. I'm like, oh, wow. All right. <laughs> so fuck? That just that eased your mind a little bit. He's all I'm right. I'm not paying for it then. I'm was, not paying. It was a free. It was a female. It was a freebie. It was a freebie. I'm good. I'm good with that. A female with long nails. One of them fucking. A little coke down. Gave you a dirty Sanchez after. Bro, what's up with like, these fools had some nails that were hurting, dude. The last guest we had. Oh, they well, shake their hand. Oh, fuck yeah! That shit, like they grip your hand with like these fucking claws. Oh, yeah, dude, little wolves. I was like, "What's up with this fool, dog?" Wolverine. Hey, I was all uh, scared to shake his hand yeah. the second time. I was like, "Damn, this fool got them fucking so grips." Just da- dapped his hand. Just dapped him. How was the show last night? Franco went to the Calaca show last night. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was so. Uh, apparently, that was their four-year anniversary from their first show that they did. At, and they did it at the same spot too. Oh, nice! Yeah, so packed out, cool. huh? Hell yeah, dude! It was. I have my little. Uh, so it's that last exit, yeah. and they have these uh, garage doors um, that lead out to the outside. So I just kind of I always post up right next to them because they have them closed during the show, and then kind of have my, you know a little corner. So I was, and then you know, the crews around so keeping people that I don't know away. 
So, uh, but there was a lot of fucking people in there. There was a lot of people. For your uh, anniversary, huh? That's yeah, they, they rocked, rocked it. They killed, you know, they killed it. Las Balabas. I'm, uh, it's, it's just dope, right? Because you think about it and that's the home. Those are the homies, right? Like you go and chill, you know, you know the songs, you know, I heard them a bunch of times, even to the point where it's dope because I watched them get better. Perfect their fucking yeah, cause they, performances. Because now it's to the point where all their shit's just on. Yeah. Like, like you could tell they're like, oh, I'm gonna, let's try this, you know. They got it And then they'll, they'll throw it in, you know. Yeah. But now it's like, I've seen them. Yo, like, I you know that little dance they do? The little. They yeah. have their Charlie Murphy shirt, huh? Oh, not Charlie Murphy. Charlie Brown Charlie shirt. Charlie Brown. <laughs> a bunch of hamburgers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess Rafa, he saw those, so he bought a ball. And then uh, they look cool. They look cool. But yeah, it was, that's it was the first, you know what's funny? That's the first thing I thought of. I'm um, Rafa probably got these fools to dress all the same, because that yeah. was like the that was the the, the leader. count, the count. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's the, he's the leader yeah. of the clique. Shout out to Las Calacas. And uh, no, but shit, that was dope. And they all killed it. And um, uh, the fuck was I gonna say? Oh no, but that little dance they do. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, dude. Like people in the audience are doing it now. That little kick thing, that rocking kick. Yeah, you know? Or, yeah, like the little kid and play thing. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, Damon Dash be doing yeah. Huh? Yeah, uh, uh, Dash and um and, and Javi. Yeah, Habib. Well, now they got the now they got Joey, who's the bassist, and um does he and dance? Vic Vic does it. They do that while they're doing it. They start doing it now. Vic be doing all kinds uh, of crazy shit. Then uh, you know, of course, Vic getting on homie shoulders. Oh, so you know those antics, those little antics that they do. But um, no, no. But like I said, like just hearing the the band like getting more in sync and um, well, and it's dope, right? Because you know, you drink and you, you're watching your like you're partying, you're having fun, and it's dope. That's why it's like dope to go to those events, you know. And uh, then we went to uh, dude went to the Cornish Pasty downtown, and I always knew that they had their upstairs like bar area, but they have a lounge down there in, in the basement. So if you're looking for like a cool place to go chill, go down go downstairs there, and it's fucking dope. Holy shit! Where at uh, the Cornish Pasty? Downtown? Yeah, or Pasty, Pasty. Never been there. Yeah, right on, uh, I think it's like Adams and just just west of uh, Central. Bro, you didn't miss much with the UFC, dude. Diaz got fucking... No, looked, I saw that when he quit. Old. Oh, you were there for that? Yeah, I saw that when he, when he tapped out. Robbie just looked too savage for that fool, dog. Yeah, dude. He for the second round, he's, you can't be fighting with that body, dog. Mm-hmm. That's no. like a like street fight. Yeah, he'll whoop people's ass at the street fight. Oh, but no, but like he just said, nah. I was like, I'm done. Like Stop. he's just like, eh. I don't think he wants to Stop. fight, dude. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah, he didn't he throw no good, slaps. Though. He looked good. Like, he did. Went. If he was in shape, I think he would have yeah. done better. Oh, definitely. His brother needs to fucking come true. Nathan? Nathan. Yeah, I don't know who he's fighting. He said he's fighting in December. I don't think there's got, they got the hunger for it. Nah. I mean, not like, they're not. His brother does, but not that fool. His brother's still, like, even though he takes years off, not fucking six. He'll he's, take, like, a year, year and a half, and then he'll come for another big fight. I mean, he's making 15 to $20 million now per fight with pay-per-view points and all that. That's what I'm saying. I think he got to the point where they fuck it. He made it. He worked. You know what? Word, like, he went to, and he don't have to. You know what I mean? He went from making $10,000 a fight to millions. When millions. Then when he said he. Uh, millions and billions. <laughs> he was going to buy all his homies a house and shit with his first check, and it was, like, for, like, twelve. 12000 or something. He said he bought a Honda Civic and then he's like, fuck, I gotta have no more money. Yeah. 
but that's how far he's come, you know. That's dope, though, man. He's and everything they're doing with it. weed. They're the first motherfuckers talking about weed. That's for sure. In, in, the, in MMA, in MMA, right? Like always, their crew. Uh, like they're they were always known as to be potheads. We, we smoke a lot of weed, doc. Oh, Matt Riddle passed the sack, doc. That dude should have just quit. Hey, that dude had a joint at his last press conference. It was hidden the whole time under the table. Oh, they yeah. could cover his mouth and hit it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they tried to pass it. I think Brandon Moreno. I don't know if he. I don't think he grabbed it. I think he's like, "Fuck that, bro. I'm not that cool yet with Dana." Well, yeah, he, like, Lafoe don't even get in trouble anymore because it's him. But if it was another fighter, there's, you know, like McGregor, he's allowed to do certain things that other fighters aren't allowed to do. Definitely like beat up old people. Too and shit, hey, what's up with fucking John Jones, dude? He gets inducted to the Hall of Fame and then arrested that same uh, 5 a.m. Yeah. So after the ceremony and shit, he goes and does cocaine probably, some Adderall, some dick pills. Fucking beats up a car. Well, he's fucking got, like, street fighter style. He oh, probably, yeah, he beats up. He probably broke, that, huh? probably broke yeah. windows. They said that's a felony. He's like, he beat up a car. <laughs> that's, a, that's a felony. Whose car? car? They don't say whose car, though. Some yeah. females. Yeah, but. Uh, probably one of his fucking rukas. Or like, how the fuck does he. Like, what's he fucking. Imagine what he could do to a car. Yeah, it's roid rage. What if it's hey, big now? What if, what if it was a Ford Focus and it was like a subliminal message he was sending to Nagano? He was just filming a commercial. Beat the shit out of a Ford Focus, right. like E-Honda. He's yep. out. Da, 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 da. Oh, shit. Throwing the kicks. Remember in Street Fighter, you beat up the cars in between matches? Because remember they said Nagano hits as hard as a Ford Focus, as getting hit by a Ford Focus? Mm. Well, now nah, I get it. Yeah, I had to explain that one. That wasn't a good one. It was a good one now that you explained it. Like a real MMA junk, you fucking, he's laughing his ass off he's right da, now. Da, da, da. Just giving elbows. Yeah, dude. What happened in the main event? Ortega got his ass whooped, dude. Fucking Molly Wap. Dude, the other guy's made out of bricks. This fool. Hey, but he don't even breathe. He don't have lungs. Bro, he had a he had a guillotine <coughs> sunk in, bro, for like thirty seconds, and that motherfucker didn't tap. And then he got him in a triangle, clean triangle, and he fucking escaped. Couldn't get him. He got it, and he got up, and he jumped right back into guard. Got him in the triangle. Yeah, or, <laughs> remember when uh, Joanna Jonchenchek fought? That girl from China, oh, yeah. how he left her face. That's yeah. how Ortega's face looked. No shit, all hemotoba. Like, like, they like hey, you guys? Yeah, they look like twins, bro. Fuck. Yeah, so he fucking, he stood no chance, bro, besides his two attempts, which were fucking really close in the second round. Was it like when uh, v- <laughs> Vitor and um, and uh, John Jones fought and he had him in the armbar? But there was a, this was a choke. Yeah. So, yeah no, but, but remember how close you're like, oh, fuck. And yeah, how, dude, how did he not tap? Bro, there's a picture of that fool turning like purple, dude. And he gets the fuck out, and then he gets up, bro, and just fucking starts punching this fool's face on a full mount. Not even full mount. He just gets up, dude, and starts punching, like standing up, and the other yeah. fool's down. And then he fucking stayed on the on the mat, dude, after the bell ring. Like like it was over, dude. His coaches had to come and pick his ass Ortega up. Ortega or? Ortega. His coaches picked him up Whoa. and set him on the stool like weekend at Bernie's, dude. Uh, I was like, oh shit, they're gonna stop. Bernie's he dead. made it the whole fight, bro. Surprisingly, mannequin up. But there was a point where he was too like mannequin, like dude, you should stop this fight. The naked man in the mannequin. What about the? Because he rocked him, bro. He dropped him with the putazo, and then he went for the choke. 
and he just gassed himself out. Oh, Volkanovski got dropped. Yeah, he dropped him full in the second round. He got it clean in the jaw. But instead of fucking just continuing to punch, that fool went for the choking. That was it. That was all his gas because he was deep. So he's like, he probably thought, this motherfucker's done for. I'm going to give it everything right now. That motherfucker ends up fucking getting out. I'm like, he's gonna, I thought he was going to fall asleep. Yeah, Pass so out or go out. This guy's different, bro. He's made out of bricks. What about Valentina Shashenko? And wow, she dominated. It was like no contest. Dalandina? Yeah, she was too much, dude. Dalandine. <laughs> dirt. Dalandine. Here you go, Dirt. So what's next for the Dirt? What do you got going on, Dirty? Bike riding? No. <laughs> Not today. Tomorrow, maybe. maybe. No, but I mean like in your you oh, know, coming yeah, weeks. I bike ride all the time. Yeah, I do 150 miles a week. What kind of bike are you on? A trek? Specialized. Oh, those are the good ones, huh? It's the best one I've ever had. <laughs> Them shit's called. Oh yeah, well you got that Metallica money, of course. You got to get yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I used to the first. before that. Oh, you did. I used to go with this for so like, bike. This fool would let me use his like mountain bike and shit. This was in the fucking speed bike and shit. I fool would fucking with the little thin wheels. Leave me in the dust sometimes. This shit, I'm over pedaling all hard. This fool just fucking gliding with this fucking speed bike. Does it have those kind of handlebars like a? Yeah. Is that what you ride in a speed bike? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called, speed bikes? Road bike. Road bike. You can't go in the dirt with that shit, right? Yeah, I do. Oh, you do? Like gravel in it, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, you know, yeah. thin wheels? I used to ride a short like that. Hey, shit one time. Oh, I, I flew over some bushes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's kind of what, that's, that's a common thing. Bushes, yeah. Um, they, they're made for flying over. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what the hell. Like, Trees, I, not so much. I don't know how the fuck I hit something and I lost, like, balance like a motherfucker where I knew I was like, fuck, I better jump off this shit. So I jumped off and the bike went the other way. My dad's cracking up because I was riding with my dad. He just started laughing because he saw the whole thing. He was behind me. <laughs> I just got up, though. It was a no, no big injury. The big, like, I hit my knee pretty bad one time. Or growing up on bikes as a kid, you learn how to fall. Yeah. You know, it's really. Sorry. Now it I know does, bro, because I get up quick still. <laughs> it's like the reflex of a kid comes back because I fell over by that bus fucking station right there on 35th Avenue McDowell. Oh, yeah. Because there's a bunch of traffic, bro. And, like, we were going up and down the, like, you know, when we could go on the sidewalk, we would because there's too many fucking cars. And I was going from the street to the sidewalk, and I fucking clipped the lip the lip of the clip sidewalk, the bro. Clip the lip, my friend. <laughs> like, my, dude, my knee. It took my knee, like, a year to, like, fully heal. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm getting old. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, the scrape went away quick, you know, like, a couple weeks. Yeah, but the, the, the ache, and then it was, like. It was, it was a little blunt there for a minute. Yeah. Yeah, like I did that once, dude. I was playing basketball, dude. And like, sometimes you get swellbo. And it just had finished. It just had finished raining, dude. I was playing basketball, and the fucking ball went to the grass, dude. So I started like running fast towards it, dude. And the grass was wet, dude. Oh. I fucking slipped, bro. And like this leg, like went like back here, dude. Like it like snapped like all crazy, and then. But I got okay up. I seen, knee, huh? I, yeah, I seen someone was there, dude. So I just got up, dude, and like I couldn't. Yeah, something happened. Cause I couldn't feel it. It went numb for sure. I could not feel my leg for like the longest, dude. It like went numb. I was like, holy shit! But I still continued, dude. Like I was in hurt and shit. Cause there was someone right there. I'm, I don't want him to think like I'm fucking like super hurt. But yeah, I couldn't feel shit, dude. Like it went numb. Damn. But that shit, dude. I was out for a while, dude. Like probably like three months, dude. Like. I couldn't like do shit. I had a fucking. The best. This is great out here. I would strap it up every day, dude, with like a fucking. 
a knee, knee, brace. knee compressor compression. That's neighborhood. That's where he used to walk out like Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> used to walk out like Stone Cold with the knee brace. Dang. How is your knee now? Does it hurt still? Pretty good, dude. Sometimes at night, dude. Like when it's cold. Like, oh no, if it's like at like a certain angle. I will like get like some little sharp pain real quick. So I just got to like, I just rotate it though a little oh. bit and that shit just fucking, oh. <laughs> that shit just goes back to normal. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, it's got a little maneuvering, but. Yep, knee injuries ain't no joke. You probably tore a fucking meniscus, dog. I tore something in there because you couldn't even tell, dude, my bone's sticking out on this side a little bit. Like this side is flat. Look, oh, yeah, one, look at that. You could tell, look. This Ooh. side right here is sticking out right here, and this one's flat. Well, he said his like he said his leg was like fucking behind him, like, bent, like weird. And you, what do you do? It. Just grab it and pop it back in? I just got up, dude, because I seen there was someone there, dude, and like I didn't want to look like no fucking bitch. Like, oh, I just fucking slipped, but I just fucking. Lo- I remember looking at my. I remember looking at my leg, though, dude. Like, that's why I got up quick too. I remember looking at it, it was like at a crazy ass fucking angle and shit. I was like, I was like, oh shit! I just got up. Hey, but I fucking got up, dude, walked and fucking... Got in the car real quick. Got in the car and just fucking... I was like, oh, fuck, dude, it was fucking... That was pretty good pain, but... Somehow it fucking reconstructed by itself. Stem cells. Accidents are the shit that make you strong. Yeah, and I go like every day. Yeah, look at that sharp-ass bone. You'll make a good fighter, look. Catch some of those knees. There's like a little elbow in there. I still go play basketball and shit fucking four or five nights a week. Still be good. Superpowers. No, no pain or yeah, nothing. Superpowers. Yeah, you got super. Yeah, good. they bonded good. <laughs> Can you bend it all the way? Like, does that have full mobility? No, it's kind of whack. No, it's lifting. It's lifting power, dude. Because the other day I was picking up Noah, dude, and like, because it's late at night, and like I'm already like trying to put him on this little crib thing. And fucking, I try to get up from the fucking couch, dude. <laughs> fucking, ended up fucking falling back, dude. Cause like, <laughs> no my knee, power. my knee kind of like gave out for a little bit. I was like, oh shit. Oh, damn, something, something needs to be reconstructed in there. It's probably, but. We need microfracture surgery, dude. Not but now, I just fucking gotta get extra fucking, you know, fucking. Little, get it going, get a, wobble. Yeah, a few nice rocks, and then just fucking, just lift up. But yeah, that shit was crazy. Don't be running in the rain, moral of the story. Yeah, dude. Watch out for that fucking rainy grass. Don't be a dumbass while you're riding your bike. Don't be a dumbass while you're driving your car. Be careful. Just don't be a dumbass. I know some dude that got hit twice, dude, within a week. By, by <laughs> a bike? A, yeah. Damn. Yep. Because he just he didn't have a car, so he just rode his bike everywhere. And one day coming to work, some fool pulling out of a of a, what do you call it? commercial center or whatever where there's like a Costco he's driving out and he didn't see this fool coming dog yeah, he, he flew over that fool's hood Dang. oh fuck he came like to Wayne's work. World dude he came to work all <laughs> fucked up bro he had a fucking big old scar on his face but he fucking did all the whole shit up, huh? I was like bro I would've went home that's a great excuse Dang. not to work today I got hit by a car I got hit by a fuck car fuck yeah have you ever seen anybody get hit by a car like on a bike or no anything? I've never seen it you know what the most fucked up thing was I remember seeing a lady get hit um, by the light rail, by the train. Oh, what the fuck? fuck? But the train was at a stop, and she was she like, ran into it. Um, <laughs> she was uh, she's like a drunk. She was like drunk or high, but at least she's homeless. Something. Yeah, she was, de- was definitely wobble wobbly. Oh, she was and walking. Yeah, so you, it was right. Um, oh fuck. Uh, on Central and Thomas, 
and then I was in the turning lane. So if, if so, if you're familiar or to get you more acquainted with the setup, it's right in the middle of the lanes of um of the street. That's where the light rail is, and then the light rail platforms right in the middle. So when the light rail pulls up, lets everybody off. Uh, you they walk to the crosswalk, which is right in the center. Then when the uh, obviously when it's you're able to walk, you know, to, you know when you it says walk, walk, yeah. yeah, when it's fucking don't walk, don't walk. Anyways, um, but then the light rail takes off from there, right? Um, so they go on their merry way. So it was a don't walk just right when the train was about so, to take off. Yeah, but it picked up speed and uh, and uh, she still walked. She walked, dude. It was like. <laughs> it's perfect timing for an imperfect, you know what I mean, for that to happen. And then, uh, boom, and she went, like, halfway into the intersection. And you're talking about three, four, like, about six-lane intersection. So she got hit like that. And I was like, oh, fuck. That shit tossed and, her. Yeah, yeah dude. Because she was pretty small, too. She was a smaller, probably, you know, lady and uh older lady. Not older, what I mean is, like, in, in her 40s, probably. Did she walk it off? Uh no, she was there, and I was like, the my light, light turned green, so I just turned, kept going. <laughs> I ran her over. <laughs> 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 Oops. No, I think I. Uh, it's just a speed bump. Either. I forgot. No, I, I I did keep going on my on my way because she was right next to me. Because like, I oh, was so yeah, it would like kind of swerve I, away. I might have went straight, but I called the police and everything. I was like, a lady just got hit, but but I guess the conductor had already called it in. Oh, but anyways, the point is, is like that shit's fucking. You think like you just seen somebody die, man. So like the way they go flying and shit, that shit's scary as hell. No movie effects in that one, yeah. dude. That was real life. It's like uh, you ever witnessed some shit like that? Um, yeah, I saw the aftermath of it. I saw when I was a kid. I was in Boy Scouts, and we came out from on Camelback Road. That was, a lady had gotten hit by a car. And the bumper broke her shins off backwards. Damn. She's dead, but uh, her Ooh. leg was... Oh, and you saw... The, oh, uh, shit. Yeah, she was just laying there with her legs bent the Ooh. wrong damn the, way. Doing the prodi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing the fucking... <laughs> the fucking chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just man, that's scary. Back in the day, about metal car bumpers, the way they had them, you know, they're just... Oh, that's a there. fucking... They hit a human being, they were just unforgiving and the curve they were at was the exact opposite of what you'd want for your bone to get yes. hit by you know but it looked good on the front of a car <laughs> that was all that mattered just lots of chrome lots of curve big old bumpers yeah thick old heavy metal ones animals and shit just mangling everything they <laughs> <hit>. <laughs> didn't care Mad Max cars I've been seeing a lot of accidents lately guys like be careful out there Fuck doesn't yeah. matter how good of a driver you are it's like a lot of one ways too like yeah. wrong way drivers I mean Oh, that happens a lot in this state. Yeah, it's weird. Like, how does that happen? City. How does yeah. that happen? I'm, I'm, like, ad, I'm an adjunct man. Oh, I'm, no, man. I'm bobbing weaving, fucking, man. <laughs> like, there's some parts where I could kind of see. Well, obviously no, downtown, downtown the for one sure. way. Yeah, downtown. But, but I mean, like you even catch on, like yeah. you know, like you'll look at the sign. Oh shit! Like, I've done that. Way, like, oh shit! Let me flip a bitch. Yeah, exactly. But the freeway that's a deadly one. Dude, I get on free and I'll be going the right way, and I'll feel like. I was like, shit, am I going, like, like right there on the, you know, on 3rd Street and, uh. Yeah, where you could get the 10 right there. Yeah, just That little the, yep. entrance right there is So confusing. right there, yeah. like, there's been a couple, like, you know, I'm just like an autopilot. To and I go, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm freak out. Yeah. 
No, yeah, there's like spots like that that are questionable, but yeah. still, like you said, you catch on. But like fools that keep but going. But you're the right way, yeah. Because remember, even on our way to Oklahoma, remember that they were closing the road down. Stop the traffic. Yeah. There was a one-way driver. Fuck. Well, I was smoking a blunt. Where I like fuck. Is this on for the us? ten too? Oh, shit. oh well, I got scared, bro. I thought they're, they're stopping the traffic for us. We Power. smell a blunt, you fucking stoners. Got three Mexicans smoking a blunt. Nope, it was a wrong way driver. Yeah, that was Boom, that was yeah. crazy. And uh, out with the little fucking calacas right here. That's a jam right there. Mm-hmm. What you got? What you got, bro? We be jamming. We be jamming. <laughs> jamming the clit. <laughs> Yeah, what were we talking about? I forgot. Uh, wrong way drivers. Oh, and yeah, then, uh, drivers. No, no, but, but like a lot of accidents, people, bones being broken. But uh, now I've seen a lot of really... I Honestly, I don't even look at it. Like, because I, I don't want to see... Like, I don't want that fucking energy. You know what I mean? I don't even look at the action. I'm just like, hey, I hope everyone's all right. But, uh, but you can tell they just happen because, like, there's no police there. You can yeah, tell, like... It's fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's scary. And now that we got rain, just people don't pay attention, man. And there's construction. And, uh, yeah, really watch out for other people. My, my stepmom got into an accident a couple months ago, and she's, I think, yeah, she's in her 60s. Never been in an accident in her life. Like, real slow-ass, cautious driver. Like, I hate driving with her. And, uh, yeah, dude, some dude, fuck, like, she got... Uh, there's an accident Then like a week later She's driving again And she's like Really cautious this time The light turns green And she's just You know whatever And she's waiting there And then you know A couple seconds go by Then she goes To go through Well the car next to her Was um You know Like normal people do Once it turns green They go And um A car trying to Make the light oh, Fucking so. like Hit that uh. minivan and like flew over and almost hit my my uh, stepmom's car, like Whoa. landed on top of it. Cause like if she would have went, oh, she would have been right there. So she's freaking out to get like she's safe. You know, thank God she's safe. Holy but that's shit. what I'm saying. Like that's from the dude. And he craw- she says he crawls out. His head is fucking bloody. Like it's all like the the it's on its side. And I was like, God damn. That was like right around the corner from her house. So that's what I'm saying. Don't matter how safe of a driver you are, man. Those are people and. There's a lot of idiots out there. Yeah. That's what I get out of that story. There yeah. really is. Give yourself as much space as possible out there. Danger. It's everywhere. That's yeah. what I got. Yeah. It is everywhere. It's the danger of other idiots. If you want to die, there's a million ways to if do it. If he dies, he dies. Well, boys, let's close out the show. Mr. Phil Dirt, any closing words before we dip out of this motherfucker? Thank you for sharing that, that beautiful story with us. Dab time. <laughs> Dab time, baby. Broly. Any closing words? Oh, man, I'm just, it's uh, been fun. I had a good yeah. time. We'll do this again. This is a great place, man. Great environment today with the uh, rain. Oh, yeah. Very ambient. Yeah, man. Thank you for pulling up, Mr. Dirt. You know. Um, yeah, we'll definitely do it again sometime. And, uh, yeah, just shout out everybody, dude, who tunes in. All the roaches out there, all the followers. Catches where you catch us. On to the next one. Thanks, yeah. Metallica. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, yeah, you, thank Metallica. you, Metallica. Forever grateful. Thirty years of yeah, man. Nurturing your you took care of me. I took care of you. I That's allegedly downloaded one of your songs off Napster back in the day. Yeah, I did too. I, did too. <laughs> I will admit, I was I, I, the LimeWire was down, using Napster and downloading their shit. Napster was the shit. Franco, any closing words? Uh, no, I really said that with the with the you know watching yourself when you drive and you know and uh. uh Show gratitude, you know, 
being grateful for a lot of stuff that you have in your life. Even uh, there's a lot not to be thankful for, but you know, show gratitude in your life. Um, wake up in the morning and um, just really reflect on a lot of that. Yeah, scrub um, your balls, wash your ass. Yeah, call it a brush. It and say it's a morning. And uh, no, I had a, I've had a lot of fun these past couple of weeks, and uh, a lot of shits really happened. And uh, we we've been busy, and stuff's been picking up. Uh, this Friday, the on uh, October first, uh, punk show with Desert Mammoth. Um, uh, fight the vomit. Yeah, it's uh, a punk. There's gonna be a punk rock show here in Nate, yeah. on Friday. In the uh, eight bucks to get in. Eight bucks. Let's go. You want to so, rock? <laughs> yeah. So be. You want to hit the stage here. with the punk rock song? Mohawk or what? So? You know, I should wear my mohawk. Fuck yeah. You should. Do your samurai bun. You got to come with your <laughs> voice, you know. No. Always. <laughs> Always and forever. And Mario, Mario you know Kart tournament, right? On the 31st, Halloween. 31st, yep, still Halloween. Going down. Yeah, still going down. You know? It's Mario Kart tournament here. It's going down. October 31st. And they're releasing the. So hopefully, the N64 version will be out on the Switch by then. Dope. Yeah, so shout out everybody. Remember to uh, don't drink and drive, smoke and fly. On to the next one. I saw the sun. It opened up my eyes. I saw the sun.